everyone. Welcome back to Random Ramblings. I am Jake Hamilton, and my random rambling for this morning is about Jesus, and not Jesus the man, but Jesus as God. Not just as God, but the only God. Jesus, not only the only God, but the only one true God, the way, the truth, and the life. Let's talk about the centrality of Jesus for just a few minutes. Okay, so here's the root system of my random rambling. I am reading and studying Alan Hood's The Excellencies of Christ, as well as reading a book called How Not to Be Secular, um, a reading of Charles Taylor's work by a man named James Smith. Um, And here's one of the things that it says in it. It says, uh, here's where Taylor's irony comes into play. What's left, what's left, of God or for God after a deistic shift as large as we've just gone through. Well, God remains the creator and hence our benefactor, but this providence remains exclusively general, particularly particular providences and miracles are definitely out. In other words, God plays a function within a system that generally runs without him. But having got this far, Taylor concludes, it is not clear why something of the same inspiring power cannot come from the contemplation of the order of nature itself without any reference to a creator. The scaled down God and pre-shrunk religion defended by the apologist turned out to be insignificant enough to reject without any consequence. In other words, once God's God's role is diminished to that of a deistic agent by his own followers, we might add, the gig is pretty much up. And so exclusive humanism can take hold as as more than a theory held by a tiny minority, but as a more and more viable spiritual outlook for the entire planet. Basically, what's happening is is we've been on a crash course with the God of the Bible and the counterfeit Jesus of Western culture. And for me, what I was just processing this morning is the ridiculousness of shrinking down a God. Well, let me say this. Ridiculousness, I could go, you know, then I end up on a rant, but this is a random rambling, by the way. So this is completely just me thinking out loud, you know? And what I'm trying to say is we've been in a crash course with the God of the Bible and the Jesus, the counterfeit Jesus of Western culture. The counterfeit Jesus cares way more about your circumstances than he does about your sin. He wants to fix your problems without you having to recognize his presence. That's the counterfeit Jesus. We can go way, way into that. The God of the Bible was rejected. Jesus was rejected because people were looking for a king who would sit on a throne and fix their political, their sociological, their economic status on the planet, and instead of dealing with their circumstances, he dealt with their sin, which they didn't find as favorable. They wanted someone to fix their circumstances, not deal with their sin, which in a moment like we're living, in a moment of crisis, a moment of trauma, we end up going, I don't want to look to the God of the Bible who's going to deal with my heart. I need him to fix my bank account. I need him to fix my job. I need him to fix my circumstances. God fixed the circumstances. Now there is a place where we pray that clearly. We pray for God to break into circumstances, that the nature of who he is would be revealed. Here's the key, that not that the circumstances would change necessarily, 
but that he would be revealed in the midst of the circumstances that we are currently in because God makes no mistakes and he wastes nothing. Therefore, we don't have to argue about whether or not God is doing this, what is God's role in this. We have to have eyes to see, as what we said yesterday, stewards of the mystery. We get to live in the intention, live in the tension, embrace the tension, and display who he is in the midst of any circumstance we find him we find ourselves in because the goal of all this is that he would be revealed that his nature would be revealed that his presence would be seen in the midst of every single circumstance we find ourselves in and the counterfeit jesus of western culture who only cares about fixing your problems no wonder so many prophetic voices in this hour want to say don't worry it's all good when it's actually not all good things are not all good but he is all good he doesn't lose his goodness, because we can't see goodness in our circumstance. God doesn't lose his goodness because we can't see goodness in our circumstances. Because he remains stable for billions of years, and if we have 30 days in quarantine, his goodness doesn't shift. If we have 40 days, or the next four years, or 10 years, of, of economic backlash from whatever's happening behind the scenes that we have no idea about. He remains good because of the context of a billion years, not the context of 10, not the context of 20, 30, 40. It's because for eternity, he is good. For eternity, he uses all things to his glory. In eternity, his glory will cover the earth like the waters of the ocean. He he will literally cover the earth with his glory. That's where this is going. Regardless of what today looks like, we can't lose the centrality of Jesus Christ as God, as king, as judge, as Messiah, as savior. We cannot lose his deity because we're afraid of what we're supposed to do next or what might happen next. Because we're confused, God is not confused. We don't need to bring God, dumb God down into our confusion as if he's confused as well. What we need to do is get on God's side. We need to recognize that Jesus Christ is not just a good man. He is actually God. And if he's not God, then Christianity is actually not worth following. Jesus is not worth following as a good man. There are plenty of good men. We don't need good men in this hour. We need a king and we need a ruler. I don't care who our president is. It doesn't mean I don't vote. It doesn't mean I don't participate in the process that I've been given the freedom to have. Please don't. That's I don't have all that. What I'm saying is that Jesus on the throne is more important than whoever is sitting in the White House. Because he will be king on a throne for eternity, and that man will be there for only four to eight years. That woman will only be there for four to eight years. That is not who I'm worshiping. My hope is not found in America. My hope is not found in my president. My hope alone, my hope, my one hope is in Jesus Christ. And if he is a good man, then that is going to fall apart very, very quickly. But if he is God, I have hope eternally. And so we pray safety over your family. We pray protection over your family. And we cover you. We ask that you would be covered by his mercy and his grace and his presence in your house and wherever you find yourself in this hour. Bless you guys.